0: Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have another awesome episode lined up for you today. It's an interview with none other than the Timothy Kelly, coming right up after this. All right, all right, what's going on guys? How are you doing? Mike Foster in the house, and I have another special treat for you guys here. His name is Tim Kelly. He is a Navy chief. He's an author, an entrepreneur, the senior managing partner of his company, Kelly Housing Group, and he is a new ADPI teammate. What's going on, Tim?
1: How you doing? Mike, I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I really appreciate you having me on. This is really exciting, man. I've been looking forward to this for a while.
0: <laughs> man, I know, I know. And I am so sorry about the issues we've been having. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, we've been having some technical difficulties on uh, setting up the podcast and recording. So this is our second attempt, but thank you so much for your time. And uh, just kind of sticking through through with this with us man
1: <laughs> appreciate Yeah, it. you're welcome man this is, I mean this is stuff we we both love talking about, so um, you know this is this is really cool i know we 're going to bring a lot of a lot of value to uh to the listeners and uh, hopefully you know um, we could, we can dive pretty deep into some stuff so let 's get it in man let 's do it
0: all right let 's do it so uh, so tell us man what 's a little bit about yourself and uh, your military background?
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Tim Kelly. I'm an uh, active duty Navy chief. Right now I'm here in uh, beautiful Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> All right. Um, I came here because uh, I took on a water survival instructor billet uh, due to my search and rescue swimmer background. And so that's why I'm here. And then and, um, about six months into my tour, I work for Naval Aviation Schools Command here, where they teach API. So all the all the pilots, whether you're Marines or Navy, um, Coast Guard, you're going to go through you're going to go through API as as a, as a pilot student. So now I'm actually teaching API um, about engines, uh, engine systems, and hydraulic systems. I also have engines in my background, um, and you know I'm teaching professional development, and ethics, and and just about life. I get to. I, Get to mentor all the other new pilots going through, so uh, that's what I'm doing here. I've been in uh, for about 12 years, going to hit 13 in September. Uh, um, but yeah, um, I was in Norfolk, Virginia, pre- pretty much my whole career. Just before I got here, man, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 why I was in Hampton Roads my whole my whole career. First tour, steps. And then I left there in 2017, and that this is my only duty station outside of Norfolk. Wow. So it was nice getting out of that area, but I, <laughs> yeah, love, I like <laughs> that There's There's plenty to do there, and I know it's growing. There's a lot of development and gentrification happening, uh, right. you know, like you know downtown and Ocean View and all that. You know, Virginia Beach was great. It was always popping over there in town center and the oceanfront and stuff. Yes, yeah. um, yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm doing here, man, and uh, I really like it. I really like uh, being in Pensacola, so. Yeah,
0: I'm sure Pensacola is definitely nice. Uh, it's a little bit of a come up, but but yeah, yeah, man, everyone gives Norfolk such a bad rap, man, and it's really not as bad as I'm
1: sure it was before.
0: But you know, like yeah. you said, it's gentrifying, it's coming
1: up. Yeah, I will not complain about it, man. There's so the economy's booming because of the military. I mean, there's a lot of military around there, clearly. Right. Um, but you always get to have people complaining, man. Just that's true. you, know, you just gotta. <laughs> Kind of let the let the negative go through in one ear out of the other and absolutely, you know, man. Take the take advantage of the opportunities that are presented. So
0: absolutely. That's how yeah. it is, man. And great segue. So with the opportunities that have been presented to you, tell us about how you got started with real estate investing, man.
1: Yeah. So in when I was in uh in the Virginia beach area, you know, you know, I bought a single family home back in in 2011 and, you know, it was in a really good neighborhood and I'm like, Hey, you know, I want to take this home and you know, I want to add value to it somehow or flip it, which was just a long-term live and flip. And, you know, while I I was doing that, I started getting a little bit more interested in real estate. I'm like, this is pretty cool. You could just, you could add value to a house and you could flip it for more money. I was like, not really too expensive about it, but I like some light bulbs started going off a little bit. And then, you know, fast forward right. a few years, um, I was on a deployment and, uh, in 2014 I was on a deployment overseas and I started reading a bunch of different books because you have so much time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I've always I've been a fanatic about personal finance and, and wealth building. So I've always, you know, that was one of the only things I enjoyed reading about was, was business and personal finance and, and wealth and uh, the more and more I kept reading, um, I started realizing, you know, how much real estate was probably the best vehicle for building wealth. And at that same time, I was also had the opportunity to be a command financial specialist at, at my last command where, you know, anybody in the Navy knows, you know, you have to go through a command financial screening if you want any kind of special duty to go overseas or um, to get that BAH, you know, right. as, as an E4 or E5 or junior officer. And, and you need, you need to go through that financial screening in order to get that and um, so I got to sit down, you know, one on one after I went through the training with sailors and marines, and, 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 and talk with with individuals who either came to me because they had financial difficulty or because they're they wanted they just wanted more information or whatever. And I realized that this is something that mo- people just don't have a financial education or, or they're their intelligence, their financial intelligence isn't very high because there's no financial education or school system or, nice. uh, or culture at all. You know, our society just sure, doesn't. Man. So, and I, I realized like I got it and, and a lot of people didn't. So the more and more, I, you know, I read about personal finance, the more I really, you know, I realized real estate was amazing for building wealth. And uh, then I, you know, stumbled across bigger pockets, stumbled across that little purple book, rich dad, poor dad, Uh, which is, you know, I found the reason, you know, why a lot of people get started in real estate because they read that that book. And um, so, you know, I started digging into real estate a lot, and I kind of never looked back. You know, I got super um, consumed with it while I was there, and I kind of did all my education, reading, networking while I was there, joined the Rio while I was there, and then now I'm here, you know, and and about 18 months ago, I closed on a multifamily, a little fourplex uh, you know, fast forward 18 months now, we, we have about a hundred units under ownership and management. and It's just wow. growing exponentially. I mean, fast forward to the end of this year, it's going to be probably double that. So, wow. but, you know, it's just, I've never looked back and man, there's, there's so much opportunity in real estate. It's just, a, establishing your why, making a decision to commit and then just going after it and just taking action. It's, um. It's fun and it's exciting. And uh, so that's kind of a little bit about how I got started and
0: how it happened. Amen, man. Wow, that's incredible. And so over 100 units right now, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then double that by the end of the year.
1: That's amazing. Oh, yeah. We got we got some stuff under contract right now um, that we plan on closing here in the next two or three months. Um, that, that'll, that'll probably double that because it's, I mean, you do one deal. It's just things just exponentially grow, you know, um, at, at that point. And, I mean, that's something we could talk about. But that first deal is so key. It's so crucial. It's just like a compound effect. And it's like a big snowball effect after that. Right. Uh, especially if you're syndicating and putting larger deals together and you're raising capital. Um, It's just, it's, it's crazy. Once you do that first deal, how much things just explode. And, and it's, if you really leverage that, you can, you can get really, you can definitely take that far.
0: That is crazy. Yeah. All right, man. Wow. So, so we're definitely, I would definitely want to cover that syndication piece in a minute, but I mean, so now that you have, you know, have seen this explosion in growth, on your portfolio, what, like, what goals do you have? Like, where, where, where are you heading long-term?
1: Um, I mean, man, long-term, the sky is literally the limit. Yeah, There's no <laughs> no limit. Um, you know, it's because I'm having so much fun while I'm doing it and it's just bringing, it's only bringing multiple streams of income, um, you know, into our, my family's life. And so you know, I used to say, you know, a couple like a year, even last year, it was like, you know, I want to have five thousand units in the next three years, or ten thousand units in the next five years, whatever it is. Um, and that's that's great, um, but it's it's really people want those because they essentially want cash flow that comes from it. It's right. it's a result of those units. So um, I think, you know, within within the next three years, we could we could have we could have between 1,000 and 3,000 units, you know, under ownership. Wow. And then, you know, within the next five years, it could be between five and 10,000. And you know, there, there's really no limit. Um, so, I mean, the goal is, I mean, clearly we're going after those units, not, you know, because obviously the cash flow will be there and that's how much more value we could add to people. And, and we focus hard on, on the affordable housing space. So um, that's how much more, clean, safe, affordable housing we're providing to people if, if we could have that more and you know, that many units under ownership and clearly that's just how life is, man. The more value you provide to people, the more income and Amen. you know, will be a result of it. So Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah.
0: So so okay. So do you mind walking us through like one of your syndication processes? Just kinda like, you know, breaking it down for us and how to like how? Like, what do you think
1: about when you're doing it, or how do you do it? Like, if you're an investor. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get too sidetracked, and I want to definitely cover syndications. I know a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are, are wondering about that. Honestly. Oh man, they're looking yeah. for you, Tim. They're looking for yeah. you. you hide, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to the, fir- the very first deal that I did was a fourplex and it was a fourplex using the 203k rehab loan it was an owner occupied loan and i cannot stress enough how incredible that was uh for my first deal and that was essentially a house hack that was i bought that with the intentions of house hacking um so i know a lot of people out there kind of are hearing are hearing that term being thrown around. And, and a lot of us are recommending it because I will always say that is the best way to get into the game. Um, it is, your You're, you're, you're purchasing a multifamily, a small multifamily property with the intentions of moving into one unit and renting out the other three. And, and the reason why this is so powerful is because you become a homeowner, an investor, a land and a landlord, and in the position to be able to build tremendous wealth all in one deal in that first deal right. and you're able to leverage owner occupied financing and you know the with a 203k loan I was able to wrap $100,000 worth of rehab costs into my mortgage wow into a duplex unit you know, so quick numbers it was a fourplex unit in a really desirable area of Pensacola called the East Hill if anybody is familiar with that of your listeners are in the area and I got all four units that were occupied not by the best tenant base of course because they I mean I got it for 150 grand um, but so I put a k into it in rehab. so my loan was 250 so my total loan was 250 because I wrapped all that rehab into that loan. And then I only had to put down three point five percent. Of course, the stipulation was that I had to have the intentions of moving into one unit right. uh, and living in it for at least six months in one day. So, turned out that the rehab took a little bit longer than the six months in one day. So, I never actually had to move into it. Um, we kind of, as soon as rehab was done. You know, I just put a tenant in that, in that home because we essentially changed our (laughs) mind. We we were staying in a unit, in a short-term unit that we ended up enjoying, which is here on the beach in Perdido Key. Wow. uh, Yeah. So, so, and and that's by FHA regulation. We had the intentions of moving into it for six months in one day, but we didn't because it took too long and we got settled in here. Um. Get now, out of here. You know, so we went that out, and now we're actually doing it all over again with a VA rehab loan. The VA has a rehab loan where we're, we're buying a single family property. It's actually a three, it's a triplex, it's a single family home, and in the backyard that's facing a different street is a duplex, and it's all on one property. Oh, wow. So that's another house hack that we're about to move in next week. We'll be moving into it. They've been rehabbing it for the last three months. So again, the payoff of the rehab component. I was able to wrap seventy thousand bucks into a into a VA loan. So I just wanted to emphasize the importance of of house hacking. Man, it's such a low barrier of entry, especially for the military. Man, use that VA loan. You know, use it smart. You could you could easily get into four units with a VA loan, live in one unit, rent right out the other three, and cash right. flow every a month instead of instead of paying for a mortgage. And it's you know you can't get it. It's not. There's no better start than, than house hacking, especially for military guys. Um, I didn't want to get too sidetracked. I just want, really want to emphasize that you know yeah. I want to make sure we hit on that. Um, Absolutely. So then. Can, you know, syndications is, 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 is what I was brought to because I learned about how much, how powerful multifamily is. And, um, you know, I, I, the more and more I read about real estate and educated myself, I just, I realized and I knew that multifamily property just were a lot more aligned with my goals. Uh, Um, so as many doors as possible under one roof. So with that, I mean, when you get, large scale. Um, in the first deal after that fourplex, the next deal we bought was a 42 unit apartment complex. So that was a a small syndication where we had to raise private capital in order to close the deal. Just quick numbers. It was, it was about a We, we got 42 units for 700,000 bucks, um, just outside of Mobile, Alabama. And we actually had to wrap 200,000, um, in rehab costs into that loan, um, because it was an incredible value add, uh, value add deal. So overall it was a $900,000 loan and we had to raise about 350 K. So we had to put down 350 K and then we leveraged a commercial, uh, mortgage to, for the debt. So between friends and family and people that were in our network, people that, you know, that we knew at the RIA meeting that we went to. And yeah, that's how powerful they are. Most of the money that we closed the deal with came from our RIA uh, here in, in Pensacola. And um, so that, that's essentially what a syndication is. It's just, just a matter of, of raising private funds from, from friends and family um, is at least how we did it. And um, in order to, in order to close the deal. And, and that's, that's how we close. I mean, there's a lot of other moving parts, but in a nutshell, that's what syndication is, and, and there's a, there is a fine line between friends and family, and between it being a public offering to where it's not friends and family, but that's where it gets a little bit a little bit tricky with the SEC, with the Securities and Exchange Commission, right. because you need to hire an attorney who could draft up a PPM, a private placement memorandum for you, so it could be considered a public offering. So where you got you can literally go. Shoot a mass email out, or tell anybody about it who who you don't have an existing relationship with. Hey, we're offering this investment opportunity. Come on board with us, you know. Um, and so that that last one that we did um, was not a uh, was not a, a public offering. We did not need a an SEC attorney because those PPMs are are about twenty between twenty and thirty grand um, alone. Well, just, right. just yeah, depending on the size wow. of the you deal. Know, because I mean, with with the um, with the regulations and the with the Reg D code, and uh, you know, with the Securities Exchange Commission, it's it's definitely not cheap in order to hire an attorney to, to take to handle that for you, um, right? To create a PBM. So um, these next these next couple of deals, we you know that that we that are on track to be closed, and we are you know creating a public offering so we can get more investors involved, and it's not just friends and family because they're larger deals. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in, in a nutshell, that's, uh, that, that's what syndication is. Wow. Um, and, and, and I don't, don't want to make it seem like it's complicated because I'm, I'm not in any way, shape, or form special. Anybody could do it. Um, you know, it's just, again, I'm going to go back to you need to have a why and you need to make a decision to commit. And then you just learn it and you connect with the right people and, and surround yourself with the right people. And uh, it's just a matter of time before you understand it and before you start taking action and before you just get it done you know amen wow that is crazy (laughs) wow
0: okay guys so awesome nuggets there um definitely some high level advanced stuff when you are talking about syndications uh if you're just getting started you know maybe if it's something that interests you take a look at it right but get educated on it because this is awesome and tim is here to help us out like i said he is our new team member and this is his thing. So, so pick his brain. You're in the community, guys. And if not, get a part of the community and pick his brain. Oh, man. <laughs> Tim, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, one thing, yeah, for real. One thing that you mentioned in there, too, I want to point out. So RIAs, guys, if you don't know what they are, all right, they are the real estate uh, real estate investing um Association. Association, wow! Almost yeah. tripped on that A, hey, right? Yeah. <laughs> Association. So they're just groups. They're like meetups. You know what I mean? I mean every community. Got them. You can just go find out. You can look online and see. You know who are the real estate junkies in your area, and then go meet up with them. Go communicate. They usually present deals. They present topics and about you know certain things, Um, and it's awesome. And they meet you know maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. Um, everyone is different, so. Just got to find them out there, and they're they're a good source of information and networking, right? Just yeah. like Tim mentioned, um,
1: yeah. it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and you, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I can never overemphasize the power of going to those meetings. Like I said, all pretty much 99 of the capital that we had to raise for the syndication came from that RIA people that were in. That meeting with us, they they knew we were serious about it. They knew we were doing the deal, and they wanted to get involved because they knew we locked up a phenomenal deal. and they And they wanted a piece of it because more and more people um, have a lot of money that's tied up in in either stocks or bonds or mutual funds or or the stock market that they're not happy with how they're performing or they're not happy with the volatility. Uh, um, and and commercial real estate, especially multifamily, especially in affordable housing to where regardless of the market condition, affordable housing, there's going to be an incredible demand. um, And that's why we love affordable housing so much. So I just want to also make it clear that there's so much money out there. There are... Clearly there's so much more money than there are deals. So if you have a good deal, there's gonna be money out there. You actually have to show it to the right person. Um but those RIAs, I mean, I got involved in the RIA in Norfolk, which is Trig, you know, the Tidewater real estate investment group. Absolutely. And um and if you keep the key things that I, that I want to share, you know, when you're going to these meetings, make sure that you have intent, you know, mm-hmm. I can understand if you're going to the first meeting, you're trying to just soak it in, seeing what it's, what it's all about, that, that's great. But, you know, try to make it a product, even the first meeting, go there with an intent, go there with the intent to share with everybody that is there who you are what you do and exactly what you're looking for because you you need to know that if you're involved in real estate um you can't you know uh, it it takes some people some time to learn the niches and and kind of figure out what they want to do and all the terminology and kind of get their their mindset in the right place to to, in order to speak the language and stuff but as, as as soon as possible so you need to figure out exactly who you are exactly what you do and exactly what you're looking for and put right. all that into like a 10 to 15 second elevator pitch. So, you know, when you're asking other people, Hey, what do you do? You know, what are you looking for? Cause you want to be genuinely interested in other people. That's how you build relationships um, at these meetings. You know, they're going to ask you, well, what do you do? You know, and you have to have it very clear and concise, you know um, so people can take you seriously and they know, they know who you are. And it, you tell them what you're looking for. Chances are they're going to have what you're looking for, or they're going to know somebody who has what you're looking for. Exactly. And, um, and the cool thing is here the one the one here is called Pig. It's Professional Investors Guild. <laughs> uh, yeah, Professional Investors Guild. And it, there's actually a chapter that's opening, and they just opened a chapter in Norfolk. Really. Um, yeah, so you need to check it out because All they right. stream in, um, in Norfolk to, from down in Pensacola where it's based. Okay. And the cool thing for Pig, um, the founder, Matt, he allows everybody to go up to the front of the room and do a 30-second commercial. He lets you promote your products and your services. Whatever you're doing, anybody could go up there, and half the room doesn't. They just kind of sit back, and they're either they don't know what they're looking for or there's the first meeting. You know, if that is very powerful so regardless of who's in the room i will go up there and say the exact same thing every single time because that is your opportunity to say exactly who you are right exactly what you are doing, and exactly what you're looking for in a 10 to 15 second pitch super clear super concise and um that's that's all that it is and and so as soon as i do that speaking i go to the back of the room and then people just start coming up to me. Hey, you know, I I heard you, are looking for mobile home communities, you know, outside of Mobile, Alabama, outside of Pensacola, I know a guy, or, you know, I I have a broker that might have some for you, or, um, you know, you're looking for a contractor, you know, my, I'm a contractor And, and that's, where we build relationships with a lot of people that we close our deals with, so um, I cannot overemphasize the power of real estate meetups or the RIAs in in your in your local market. So look it up, get involved, pay the thirty bucks a month, whatever it is, it is worth every penny. Yes,
0: so much worth it. That is that's amazing. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I'm definitely looking for that uh, pig,
1: right? I'm going to look for it. Yeah, man. I mean, you're going to see me because they stream it. Perfect. They stream it. From Pensacola and they let you're going to see us. You're going to see Matt, which he does an education piece. And then he lets everybody get up to the front of room and tell who you are, what you do. And then there's a networking afterwards and there's door prizes and all this cool stuff. And it's it's a really super high energy night. And it's That's awesome. Happy. There's all a bunch of like-minded people involved in real estate just wanting to do deals. Right. Your deals with a partner, you know, contractors go to the room. There's agents in the room. There's other investors in the room. There's real estate attorneys in the room. There's everybody that you need to do a deal is in that room. It's it's like why wouldn't you take advantage of that if you're right serious about, you
0: Why know? not? Exactly. Especially if you're just yeah. getting started. You know, that's yeah. amazing. Oh my god. All right. That is that is some awesome stuff, guys. I really hope you're taking notes here because this is amazing. Uh, this is like almost some insider stuff that you know you would think yeah. is common knowledge, but with so many people it's actually surprisingly not so it's just the
1: simple stuff that got me to where i am and it's it's not complicated at all it's just a matter of taking action so many people have this analysis by paralysis and just you know they're they're afraid to kind of take that next step because they don't have all the details lined up um and those are a lot of times the left-brainers the engineers the analytical thinkers and (laughs) data-driven people that need like every little bit of information before they can take one step Right. But you got to break out of your comfort zone. I'm telling you, nothing good happens from a comfort zone. So you have to break out of your Amen. comfort zone, especially in front of those meetings. If you don't know what to say, figure it out the night before. Go over it in your head a couple of times and just go make, you know, build relationships with people and break out of your comfort zone. And that's really all what it's all about. man.
0: Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Wow, man. Powerful. All yeah.
1: right. So,
0: so you got to let us know, and I, know I, I can hear it already in your voice when you talk about certain things. But what passions has real estate investing helped you realize in your life?
1: Oh man, um, you know, I, I knew I had a passion for you know for personal finance and and just. Uh, financial education at least when you know i went through the command financial specialist training then i was able to sit down and, and help um screen and, and and financially mentor and coach uh sailors and marines um and then the more and more i started doing it you know the more i realized how, how much there was a need for it and, and demand for it because there's no financial education in our society um as i was going through this i mean before you get involved in real estate, you really have to make sure your financial foundation is established, Mm -hmm. you know, so getting people to that point um, I think is, is a passion that that I have found, Um, you know, because a lot of people don't understand, you know, what a net worth is and, you know, how do you, how do you get net worth assets, you know, minus liabilities, why that's important, you know, what is an asset, what is a liability and, and what is, what makes up a credit score, You know, what impacts your credit score? How do you rapidly build and maintain your credit? You know, what is the difference between good debt and bad debt? Yes, there's good debt, you know, regardless of what Dave Ramsey tells us, there's good types of debt. Um, So these basic things that we all should have learned in school growing up, we all should have got these lessons in middle school or or hopefully high school, um, but we didn't. And then we're all brought out to the workforce. We're all making money and, and none of us really know what to do with it unless you have, you know, families or guardians or someone who taught you and showed you how to handle money when comes in, what do you, what do you do with it? If, if you want to set yourself up for, for a wealthy future. Um, so I think, um, helping people establish their financial foundation is, is really what it is. And, and, you know, I have a financial coaching business to where I get one-on-one with people and I help them establish their financial foundations, especially those who are interested in, in getting involved in real estate. Um, cause the worst thing you could possibly do is try to get involved in real estate to get out of a bad financial situation. Um, it just, it doesn't work like that. Um, you need some capital, you need some credit in order to really make it successful in in real estate. Um, there are ways around that. There are a few ways like wholesaling to to get into the game without a whole lot of capital or a whole lot of credit. Um uh, but it only take you so far. Um, you know, and if you don't know how to manage your, your finances, once that cash flow starts coming in, you need to understand how to manage it. Um right. so other than the financial education, the other passion is just helping others get to get to where I'm at because you know I'm I'm paying it forward from all those that I, I pick their brains Getting You know, over the last couple of years, going through this process and learning, I, 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 get, I took a bunch of people out to dinner or out to for a coffee or something um, just to pick their brains and really learn, you know, how they got to where they're at. Um, so I think giving back and kind of help educating, especially military men, um, the guys in the military who just want to, you know, bring wealth to their and improve the quality of lives of their families is another passion that I got.
0: Awesome, man. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's incredible. So um, <laughs> so that is, that's really, really cool. Um, and I was a CFS as well. And you've already kind of touched on it. I mean, the training that's out there and the education that's out there is not at all, you know, par, even par. I mean, my CFS program was even a little bit, you know, subpar in some instances. And then a lot of it was really, you know, exactly what it I mean that financial yeah. planning worksheet that they have us fill out. That thing is robust. I mean, it literally covers everything, yeah. which is great. Yeah, um, it's an awesome tool, yeah. and I totally recommend it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put it in the show notes here in this podcast for you guys too. Um, the updated yeah. version that they send out because it is good. If you if you don't know,
1: yeah, that's one of the one of the. One of the first steps is just putting it on paper, understanding whether it's a spreadsheet or you're actually going and writing it down, seeing it and putting your eyes on what your income is versus what your expenses are and realize if there is a surplus or if there is a deficit, it's that simple. How much are you spending versus how much you're making? So that financial planning worksheet, you're going to be able to break down your all your your all your expenses most of us know what our income is but understanding what all your expenses are over the last you know six months to 12 months on a on a, on a average basis how much are you spending on average per month um and and then it, it'll it'll help help you create and come up with your net worth what assets you have minus what liabilities you have you know hopefully it's a positive number Uh, a lot of people have a negative net worth at this time because they don't have any real assets and no your car is not an asset no your 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 primary residence um is not an asset it's it's got to be businesses or real estate that is producing income and that is appreciating in value those those are assets assets pay you every single month um you know the, the the liabilities are things that take money out of your pocket every month, which is like, and then clearly cars—they depreciate in value the minute you you'd start driving them. They go down, so can't consider your car an asset. And you even can't consider your primary residence an asset unless, like, a fourplex or a house hack, unless it's paying you every single month or decreasing your living expenses. Um, then you can call that an asset. But um, but yeah, man, that financial planning worksheet is really powerful, indeed.
0: Yep, it really is. So it's definitely, you guys, you'll have that tool out there. Um, make sure you get uh, get into it. And if you don't know how to use it, reach out to us. We'll gladly help you out or reach out to your command financial specialist. I'm sure they should be using it as well, um, at least if you're in the Navy. I honestly don't even know if this is uh, it's cross-branch. Um,
1: I, would, I would hope it a bunch of Marines had it just because they were on deployment with us. I was on an LHD. So I was okay. on the deployment with a bunch of Marines. So they, they don't have the same um, opportunities that the Navy does, but there were Marines on, on the ship that did, cause I held webinars on, or not, not webinars, um, different like seminars on, on deployment. I held seminars during the deployment while we were underway for nine yeah. months. I would go into the, into the mess decks and I would have all these, all this different, information out there so um i know that most of the marines should have an understanding of what a command financial specialist is um right. but i don't know if they i'm not sure if they have at every single one of their commands if they have a command financial specialist but as far as navy that absolutely every command has a command Specialist yeah,
0: for sure yeah, if you're in the navy everyone's got it or you know everyone's yeah. supposed to have it if you don't know who yours is they may or may not be doing a good job but you never know well. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so reach out right um, fleet and family support center right on base they have that program with them so they will uh, help you guys out as well but, but reach out to us right reach out to us we'll help you guys out now we've
1: got two on the team so we'll help you out all right whatever you, and you could and then you can figure out and be the command financial specialist they'll put you through a Five day school, you get to learn how to screen people, and you get all kinds of cool uh, exactly. resources. Right. Then you can go, you can go become a command find special because that's only that is only going to help you out. Um, you know, learning the more the more you clearly, if you're reading stuff, you could learn it so much. But if you're teaching it to people, you learn it so much. At a, so more much. at a higher level, um, right. and you kind of you need to have that keen. Um, you know, financial education and intelligence in order to be successful in real estate. I think that's imperative. So, fact, go get it, man! Become a command financial specialist. It's <laughs> a really big advantage. I know, so,
0: right? Yeah. Exactly. We just promoted that. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, man, you got to tell us a little bit about your company now. I want to throw in a nice little plug for you. And I see you got your your shirt there. You're oh, yeah. prepping the
1: prepping the shirt. Come on, put my little coffee mug right here. Oh Kelly.
0: yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Housing Group. So tell us about yeah. it, man. What do you guys do? What do you guys offer? How are you guys helping out? And how can our yeah. uh, our listeners get in touch with you guys there?
1: Yeah, so it's it's really you know, it's I I started it actually when I was there in Virginia, when when I first realized that, you know, I wanted to get in real estate and Everyone say, "Well, you gotta establish an LLC and make up a name and get a logo and business card and all that, and and <laughs> it's all good." And that, that's not a priority. Uh, but so, it, it, needless to say, I did establish that, and you know, I I, I just threw a couple different names around, and Kelly Housing Group just made sense. Um, so now, I mean, the mission between Kelly Housing Group um, at this point is just to to provide clean, safe, affordable housing while offering investors incredible returns. Um, you know, double digit returns on their on their money that's just sitting on the sidelines, because um, that's what we do with syndications. Not only are we providing that clean, safe, affordable housing to lots of people, who you know, um, but we're also raising investor capital and we're offering double digit annualized returns. Um, as well, so we're those are the two main services that we're providing um and I just you know I partner with with other housing groups in in the area and a lot of these guys that that I partner with are military guys here in the Pensacola area Um, you know that's that's who I bought my this, this last apartment complex with that we closed was a couple other military guys. They're both pilots. Uh, one's a Marine pilot. One's a Navy pilot. Um, and then my, my other partner, Jay, who is not active duty. He was the one that I was on bigger pockets with. And, and, uh, but we partnered together. I mean, that, that's a key thing is you don't have to do this yourself just because, you know, I did not do this whole syndication myself. I partnered with a couple of guys. We raised capital together as a team and we went after it as a team. And it, there's a lot of moving parts and, and, don't ever think that you take it down. I'd, I'd rather have, you know, 1% of, you know, a million dollar deal than a hundred percent of a hundred thousand dollar deal. And you kind of just do that over and over and over. That's where multiple streams of income comes in. And so that's, that's kind of the point of Kelly housing group. And you can go online, uh, kellyhousinggroup.com. We're constantly updating that, um, uh, you know, with, with, with kind of, pictures and stuff and, and information on, on our current rehabs. We got some rehabs going on right now and some multifamily deals. And, um, you know, there's also investment opportunities available to anybody. So kellyhousinggroup.com. And then, um, and then other than that, it's just, you know, you could, you could link up on, on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and then, um, on Facebook, of course, bigger pockets and of course, ADPI, but, uh, yeah, Kelly Allison Group, I, I, I thought of that name and kind of stuck with it and ran with
0: it. So There you go, man. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got and you you've done well with it, so that's, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, All right, great. man. So I got to take you through the bonus round here. We're getting short on time, but i right. uh, end it here with three questions that will just help our listeners get to know you a little bit uh, deeper level. So you ready? Yep. Question number one. What is your number one read? What's your favorite book to recommend? So real estate related or just in general?
1: In general is fine, man. That's completely cool. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention, um, I, I can't I can't name just one. <laughs> so <but> I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta name a couple, name a couple If if you if you haven't read uh if you haven't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad man, it's a game changer. Um it's it's yep. something the book that really you know devise and helps you understand the difference between how how you know rich and wealthy what they teach their kids versus what the poor and middle class are missing out on and they don't teach the kids some mindset shift um that a lot of people uh, read who, have, who have got into real estate, um, because rich people, you know, they, they, they invest for passive income. They invest in businesses and real estate and they, they don't live, you know, just within their means and then save up, you know, a big bag of money. So one day they could retire on it. They, they save up so they can plant that capital into income producing assets, like real, like real estate and like business. And, um, so you Gotta read Rich Dad Poor Dad if you haven't. And then, even the sequel to that is Cash Flow Quadrant, which is another amazing mindset book. Um, but the one that would probably have the, the biggest impact on me was was another book in that Rich Dad series. It was by Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisor, Ken McElroy, the ABCs of Real Estate Investing. Yeah. Um, incredible, incredible book. I mean, he, he really dissects multifamily and educates you on how to analyze. Do due diligence on fine multifamily deals, and uh, he is probably the single reason why I went straight from multifamily. You know, I, I was looking at multifamily or single family deals. I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, this is he just makes so many good points about why people should go to multifamily. Um, so, so that's probably that was probably the game changer for me. Not only the Rich Dad Poor Dad book, but the ABCs of Real Estate Investing is is incredible. Plus, I mean, there's there's so many great books just in that one. Rich Dad series. There's another one, Tax-Free Wealth by Tom Wheelwright. Mm-hmm. Tom Wheelwright, which is his CPA who wrote it. Incredible. There's another one called Loopholes of Real Estate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incredible information, man. It's such simple reads that just it's mind-blowing how informative these books are. So um, I didn't mean to mention all those books. <laughs> read, but, man, there are so many good books. And I'm telling you, you, you need to be able to read. You have to actually enjoy reading mm-hmm. Um about this stuff in order to soak it in and absorb it because if you're not enjoying this this type of stuff, man, it's, it's gonna be rough getting into this. You know, you, you can't just be getting getting into real estate just just for the money. You got to have some kind of passion and right. and and you got to find that other that, that thing that puts you in the, into that mindset where um, it doesn't feel like work or a job. And and for me, luckily, that's that's just reading about all this stuff is just fun and uh, it's simple. and so informative at the same time. So
0: there you go, man. There you go, that's it. Oh man, guys, definitely, definitely uh, dig into those books. Rich Dad series is really good. So yeah, you to good best, All right, man. Question
1: number two. Here we go. Cool. All right. Who is your biggest hero and why? Man, I, I was thinking about this, and um, I, you know, I, I want to say, you know, someone that. Maybe I, you know, I've read books on, but I I'd probably have to bring it back to my grandfather. Man, he passed away a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and um, oh, yeah. he just he, he was almost like a father figure to me, and he uh, he he was an amazing role model. Um, you know, and I know that's where a, a lot of my work ethic comes from, mm-hmm. and just you know the importance of family, um, and, and the importance of giving back, and uh, it, so. He wasn't in real estate at all, um, but he, you know, he was. He is the reason why I play drums. I'm, I'm huge. I'm very passionate about music and drumming, and uh, he's the one that got me into drums. So um, I'll probably just stick with that for my answer and 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 leave it at that. Man, it's totally satisfying for me. So. That is awesome, man.
0: One hundred percent. And it honestly doesn't even. That's kind of why I ask these questions, you know, because a lot of times. You know, we get so focused on the real estate, but we don't understand some of the outlying factors that influence yeah. us and why we're passionate about what we do. And so yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm sure your grandfather was a huge influence on your life yeah. and, you know, an impact on the success that you are today. So yeah, yeah man, definitely. that's yeah. Awesome. Um, All right. So number three, all right. What nuggets, if you had to keep it to three, all right, what nuggets do you have for those who are just getting started?
1: Okay. Um, so look, you have to establish a why, um, you, you may have heard people say that. Um, and I think, uh, the reason why I was, I was able to, you know, expedite my growth is because I took a lot of time reading those books and, and, and learning about why people got involved in real estate and why it's so powerful, why there's so many different benefits And then I established my why, my personal why, is is because I I don't want to work for somebody. When we get out of the military, I I want to have freedom. I want to have financial freedom and live off income from from real estate so I could spend time with my family and so we could travel. And I don't have to go clock in a nine to five job until I'm 59 and a half. Like a lot of people. End up resorting to, so establish your why. Um, have a really, really strong, a really strong foundation. Um, so th- that that's probably that's probably got to be one of the nuggets. And and kind of the caveats of to that too is which we can even use the number two is you got to commit. And if you're not a hundred percent committed. Um, you have to make a decision to commit. This is what I'm going to do. This is, if, if you're in this just to dabble or just as a hobby, you're probably not going to be satisfied with the results because if you're not taking it as serious, there's going to be, there's going to be obstacles. Um, and there's going to be challenges that, that if you don't have that strong, why, and that commitment, you're not going to get through it. Um, and that kind of brings me into I could be even use as as my third one is just never don't stop man and don't give up. If you're if you have a decision that if you made a decision that you want to, that you're committed and you have a strong enough why, it doesn't even take that much effort or energy to keep going. Just right. know that this is all part of the process. Know that just you sometimes have to learn from failure. You know, the most successful people on our planet have failed more than anybody else. They just kept moving forward so don't stop moving forward that's 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 probably the third one um so you know establish your why um make a solid commitment and then never stop moving forward um and also know that people are are and the people you surround yourself with will make or break your success in this business Mm -hmm. um a lot of the people in that we're surrounded by that we work with in the military, all of us that all the listeners, a lot of the people that you work with side by side um, are not the types of people who want to reach their potential. They're not the types of people who are positive. They're not the type of people who want to provide financial freedom for their families. They're not the type of people who um, you want to do bigger and better things in in their life. So you got to kind of put all that aside and surround yourself with like-minded people who have similar goals, who want to do the things that you want to do, who want a better life for their family. And, um, and again, again, those, those individuals, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. And that, you know, I'll just leave it at that because pe- the people you surround yourself with will absolutely make or break uh, um, your success in not only li- the business, but in life in general. So that's really good. Just general wisdom for life and success, not even in real estate, but it right. certainly applies to real estate.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Tim, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, you have been a wealth of knowledge for this, uh, this podcast already, just even this one episode. But I mean, our guys have you know access to you. Please, please get in touch with Tim. Um, as you can see, you know he's got awesome, awesome nuggets of wisdom to share. Plenty more than what he just spit out, I'm sure, um, and plenty of experience behind it too. So that's that's huge. Um, oh man, this was powerful. Thank you so much, man.
1: Really, really appreciate it, yeah, man. Yeah, Mike, dude, this was it was great. It was it was certainly my pleasure. I, I really appreciate you having on me or having me on the show and uh again guys reach out don't hesitate and don't stop moving forward you know um if you have that commitment you have that vision it's not going to be very complicated to keep moving forward but you there's going to be obstacles you just got to keep going and you yep. understand back fact that this is part of the process but leverage there's a very powerful platform adpi wow. has created we have this education not only this education but these people like mike and i that are going to help you with your challenges um, via the Facebook group or via the, the, the Slack uh, app and just right. leverage that. Let us help you get to the next level. Um, so take action. I'm telling you, you can't, you can't read books and listen to podcasts for, for forever. You got to start taking action. Hey Amen. Got to start it. All right, Boom, man. Man.
0: All right, guys. That's going to do it here. Thank you so much for listening again. Man, what an interview. Get so fired up talking to investors like that because really it is ah oh, it's such an amazing amazing game and I, I absolutely love it love everything about it but even better i love helping you guys because this information needs to be shared so we are going to share it make sure you guys get in contact with tim like we said we brought him on our team he's going to help you guys get your finances straight in order to make sure that you are ready to invest all right ya. um Connect with us on Facebook, connect with us on Instagram, connect with us on Twitter. Um, Wait a minute, we don't have a Twitter. What the hell am I talking about? (laughs) Yet. All right, (laughs) that's in the works. Um, We're going to make sure we tap up on all social media profiles. But what I meant was hit us up on our YouTube channel because that's what we're developing right now too. All right, guys, anyway, I've been talking too long. That's why I'm tripping over myself. Mike Foster, I'm out of here. See ya.